must do it. Make fat love find common ground to halt the spread of lies. And a America first. America first. Hello and welcome to the Brant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank Dave. I'm loving that new intro music. <laughs> I know we shake it up a couple of times for the posse at home, the Rant and Rave posse, but I am loving that artificially <laughs> intelligent uh, generated Trump version. That's great. It was tough for me to pull it away to actually start the show there. So, um, yeah, that was that's a fantastic artist named Pogo who takes uh, sound bites and creates and his own, you know, puts it to a backbeat. And, okay. Um, cool. Awesome stuff. Um, hey, how you doing, Beautiful. buddy? I'm Good great, to see you. I'm great. Good to see you as well. You staying dry and all this. Uh, we got a little rainy weather here in California. And it's going to go right into the ocean. We will do nothing about actually securing it for future there's no, generations. There's no right reclamation here. No, we flush it all outside. Yeah, millions of gallons, billions of gallons of water. Pure, beautiful, fresh from the Lord, flushed right out to the sea. Yeah, way to, way to go, Gavin. Way to use our uh, tax money for the, <laughs> the right reasons there. Yeah, yeah. better and off it, using that, sending like, rather than you do that, send like 900 California Highway Patrol to Oakland to, 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 to manage the crime rage up there. That's a better use of proceeds. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, thank you for joining us on the show tonight. We were recording this on the 7th of February in the year 2024. Um, let's dive right into it. I love these midweek shows, yeah, dude. Let's get totally. right into it. So Absolutely. much is going on. So much breaking, dude. So much breaking. Our job tonight is to simplify, connect the dots, and for people that have 15 or 20 minutes once a week, tune into the show, get caught up, don't worry about watching hours of TV or trolling through Twitter. We got it. We got you covered. That's right, because we, we know everyone has short attention spans, if nothing else. <laughs> hey, uh, Tucker Carlson is right now, as we speak, in Russia. He He's going to be talking to Mr. Putin. Yep. Some people are upset. I say it's great. Um, yep. I can't wait to see the interview. We probably will be seeing this within literally a day. Yeah, so it's airing tomorrow, 3 o'clock Pacific, tomorrow, uh, Thursday, 3 o'clock Pacific. Uh, tune in for that. Yeah, over there in Russia. Love it. Erin uh, Burnett on CNN, Crocodile Tears. She's so upset. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's uh, Tucker's interviewing Putin. Oh, yeah. So just the same like when Barbara Walters did it and the other three liberal journalists did it over the past, like, you know, 20 years. years. The guy's been interviewed by so many people. By the way, just a little side note, uh, National Security Agency, the NSA, Six years, five years, four, three years ago, sorry, when Tucker first tried to go over to Russia to do this, they tapped into his phones and his producers and all the rest of it, found out about the trip. Tucker had to cancel. Oh. Three days before Tucker left for Russia this time, he actually got word and found out they did the same thing. They found mm -hmm. out he was going by tapping into his phones and all the rest of it. Just so people understand out there, they are always listening and monitoring everything. Especially somebody of his stature. Of his stature, sure. <laughs> yeah. Guys like us don't matter. But yeah, I not mean, so much. <laughs> but uh, but uh, even though we have hundreds of thousands of listeners, but um, but uh, Tucker's got like hundreds of millions of listeners, so it's a little bit different. Yeah, um, I think anytime you can reveal somebody's thoughts, especially with what's going on, uh, uh, this ongoing conflict that never should have started. Oh, yeah. We are now looking at two years of this uh, ridiculous uh, onslaught. The Ukraine um, and, yeah. Which I is going to end they, up... Uh, they are hellishly... The left-hand side is so freaking out right now. They are freaking out because why? They are going to lose control of the narrative. And Their, uh, their little and, world order is crumbling <laughs> as, as we speak. So. I mean, between that, yeah. Europe, the farmers, Argentina, Italy, everything, Scandinavia, it, it, it's all coming down, baby. Hey, speaking all of coming, coming down, down. Hey, speaking of coming down, hey, the, glo the globalist uh, uh, candidate out there in Nevada, ah. that uh, uh, that would be Nikki, uh, a.k.a. Nimrata. Nimrata? 
Nimrata. That's her real name. Yeah. Well, I'm, not being, to, I'm she, not being disrespectful. That's her real name is Nimrata. Now, now she lost to this new cat. I've never heard of this person before. She yeah. she got creamed by this new person in the primary <laughs> of the Nevada. Uh, none of the above. I've never heard of that person. Is it is that a French name? Uh, none oh. of the above killed Nikki. What happened over oh, there, Oh, my God, Dave. This is so funny. I'm trying to remember the name of the movie where they, were, they had a choice to vote for people, and the guy was like, I'm going to run as none of the above, and none of the above won. You can remind me what <laughs> yeah. that movie movie was later in the show so just so folks understand at home the nevada uh nevada chooses uh who's going to represent them from a, a a party point of view via caucuses just like iowa does but the democratic party thought hey why don't we pull kind of a nifty trick and actually run something called a primary which is a lot of, a lot of states do that but run the primary before the caucus three days before and put nikki haley up there and uh pence and a couple of others that don't matter and but here's the thing couple of points one the primary in nevada and people were reaching out to to me and to us on the rant and rave platform what what's going on this is crazy they're trying to subvert the process this was democratic reed hoffman funded you know uh, mega donor democrats saying hey let's put her on the nevada primary but again for so folks that understand at home the primary means nothing the the, the the Republican representative for the party will be pros, chosen by the caucus, right? And the caucuses are tomorrow, right? Thursday, February the 8th. So what happens? Nikki Haley, and I'll tell you a backstory about this, Dave, in a second. Nikki Haley runs. She thinks she's going to do great. She's beaten. She has the pants beaten off her, Dave. By Because on these ballots, of course, it's a primary ballot engineered by the Democratic Party. So on the bot, so Trump's name's not there. But at the bottom, there's a checkbox for, like you said, none of the above. So Nikki Haley lost by 35% to none of the above. None of the above got like 60-something percent. She got like 30-something percent. But basically, the none of the above candidate is Donald Trump. Because here's the backstory. Three or four days ago on the War Room on Steve Bannon's show, Cash Patel, former DOD chief of staff, advisor to President Trump on security matters, they said, hey, wouldn't it be great if we got the posse, the MAGA, America First posse in Nevada to go out, Washoe County, Reno, everywhere, and vote for none of the above and make her look like a fool. And guess what happened? They did. They did. <laughs> they did. And they swamped her. And if you see how Nikki Nimrata handled that today, oh That's my right. God, dude, she was twisting in the wind. Yeah. And so, and obviously this will all be, uh, you know, done, 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 done tomorrow uh, on the actual caucus. And yeah. like all this, um, and why and, she's become yeah. so annoying is the amount of time, energy, and money that went into yeah. this. Even hundreds it's, of it's, millions it's a, of dollars. It's a meaningless... Hundreds. And, yeah. and all this, and it also ties in what's going on with uh, uh, in the, the last couple of interviews with, with Trump. Yeah, he finally is the light bulb went on. Rana's time is, is done. Yeah, so we'll get to we, that in a second. But I mean, for yeah. the caucus tomorrow, Nimrata's not even on the on the, in the caucus, right? So she she's yeah. out. She's not it's even done. there. So so that's, that, that's already sewn up. Trump's already won it before he even goes there. Although he's going to go there just because he's Donald Trump and he's he's great yeah. that way. Um, Cash we'll Patel, who now you. lives in Nevada. He'll be there. Um, probably Adam Laxalt, who I've met and known very well. He ran for Senate last cycle. Lombardo, the, the uh, governor. Adam Laxalt, Laxalt, Laxalt sorry. Uh, probably Rick Grinnell will be there. The, all the posse. So fantastic job in Nevada. And as you said, things have been, the, the drumbeat has been going steady, steady, steady to get rid of, you know, Romney McDaniel, uh, Rana Romney McDaniel, the leader of the GOP party. Uh, and she's gone. She's affected. It's not official yet, but she's gone. It's uh, Trump's met her already. She was met. She met. He met her in Mar-a-Lago. 
Uh, he's like, you're out. And her chief of staff already publicly announced he's resigned. Um, all the apparatus is going to be taken apart. And Dave, to your point, this we could have used the money to fix the election rigging, to fix all kinds of stuff, to find great uh, uh, candidates to run a primary against existing uh, rhinos and anti-America first people. But no, they bled mm-hmm. away $250 million through the Iowa caucuses, Nevada, South Carolina next week, uh, and a total waste of money. Total waste of money. And it's unfortunate because we have to be laser focused on this and we all have to get together. That's one thing. The Democrats know how to circle the wagon. They do. Right? They, they don't they take do. a step outside the little wagon that they, they create. And uh, we don't. It's true. And we waste all this time and money and energy. I know. Um, and she, you know, she's out there uh, flaunting her, her hairdos but, and her yeah. limousine rides and her flowers. But if we take the big uh, view, though, if we widen the aperture back out, Dave, I will say, while it was a waste, I think it was worth doing because in the long run, This is now the party of America first. We are dismantling and deconstructing and getting rid of the rhinos. Guys like uh, Senator Lankford, they're going to be gone. These people now have stamps on their forehead. We know who has to go. And so the old GOP, the old elephant, the old Republican Party is gone. This is now the party of Donald J. Trump, America first. And this is so much more than just one person. This is America first. This is the party of patriotic populism and economic nationalism. Uh, and that transcends race. It transcends party. And that's why Bernie was so successful on the left. If you think about it, they're basically two sides of the same point uh, and not a, not a lot of different views except you know, border and a few other things. But uh, I digress. Anyway, yeah, so there, so, I, yeah, I would say there's more than a few differences well, maybe, on the, the legislative. Uh, no, but if you go to, if you go to one of these Trump rallies. Right. And you talk to people who are on the extreme left and people who are on the extreme right. They actually have more in common than you might think. I just yeah. just saying. I'm yeah. just saying. I I, I, I got you understood, dude. Um, hey, quick. Uh, let's have a quick flashpoint to South Carolina. Uh, tr- Trump is up by what twenty five, thirty, thirty five points. points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think even though she will be absolutely humiliated, my early prediction. She is not going anywhere. I think she has so much money behind her. I yeah. think they're going to try to push that cart down the road, and she yeah. doesn't care. She's only, just in for yeah, the ride. Only, and and he, as, I just want everybody at home to be clear, Dave. The only reason they're trying to push this is to somehow get her some aspirational hope of being on the ticket uh, so the globalists can have a vote. There is no – I can tell you right now, knowing people on the inside, there is no cold day in hell where she will ever no. – ever be the vice presidential candidate. It's just not going to happen. It's never going to happen. The mega donors can keep spending, writing million dollar checks as much as they want. It is not going to matter. She's going to lose by 30 points in her home. Dude, how embarrassing can this be? You lose by 30 points in your home state. You lose to none of the above in Nevada (laughs) in a phony primary. Like how much hubris do you have to swallow? I heard there's a PTA meeting in Topeka, Kansas. She might have a shot at winning. <laughs> she if she might wants have to a shot at that. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, uh, the frivolities uh, continue. Um, yeah. But yeah, tomorrow it will be the next uh, the next step. Three st- states down, 47 to go after that. Um, <laughs> hey, speaking of, uh, I want to get your opinion on this because it was kind of floated about tearing down the establishment. So just a yeah. co- this has already been a very busy week. Oh. So. Uh, by one uh, person, I guess you'd call it, we were unable to um, impeach Mayorkas, right. that loser. Now, I know it's kind of a, more of a signal, more of a noise thing than, than a, right. a signal, but right. I, I think it's good in this respect. I think it was good because uh, for once and for all, forget all the nonsense, 
the Democrats now own the failed border policy. Right. And that is number one. You go to any state, even most yeah. blue states. Yeah. The immigration issue is number one. Yeah. It's now in the uh, forefront. Yeah. It's now number. Yeah. What, whereas if, even four years ago, it wasn't. But it's because yeah. we keep keep those buses yep. moving up to St. Louis yep. and New York and so on. So if now when you actually saw many, many Democrats get up there uh, to supporting Mayorkas, they all did. Not one, ve- you know, veered away from right. that. Right. Now we know, OK, you guys own it. You can have it. Yeah. No, that's a great point, Dave. And I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to have Speaker Johnson's back here. I, I people sometimes have harsh words for him, even on our side. Um, I think he's actually being very calculating. And I think he knew the first vote would be a loss. We only but folks that have to understand at home, we only have a two seat majority in, two in seats. the House. Yeah. It's only two seats. And Scalise and is out because he's sick. And Steve Scalise is out with cancer, getting chemo. So he couldn't be there physically to vote. Um, and one other person voted uh, like uh, no uh, to, to make it a tie. So from a parliamentary procedure rules, that means you can have the vote again. They're going to have it again next week. So look, the long game is what's important here. So I want to emphasize that to people. We we may have lost a procedural vote to impeach Mayorkas. That vote will happen again next yes. week, and he will be impeached. That is absolutely my prediction, because mm. we're going to have another couple of votes come in. Scalise will come in. One more vote will turn. The Utah guy, I think it's Mike Lee, uh, and and he will be impeached. The Democrats are just <laughs> holding strong against anti, anti-Republican, and of course, pro open borders. And as you very well said, Dave, now they own it. You own it. You voted for it. You got it. And look, if you're 35 years old or under or 40 years old or under, you're renting an expensive apartment. You like the way things are. You like 30% APR in your credit cards. You like renting cars. You like plugging in your hybrids. You like going for your lattes. Then keep voting for this crap because there's a lot more coming for you if that's what you like. Yeah, I was especially upset or disappointed in uh, Tom McClintock, who voted no uh, on that. And he's, you know, he's had a pretty good ba- uh, career. Yeah, uh, he's a California Repub- uh, Republican. Yep. Um, no, but he, what I like and, about these, though, Dave, I I, I got the four uh, people yeah. that voted no. I put them out on our social pages when they put that rhino mark on their forehead. You know, look, I'm a Republican from California. Please, are you kidding me? They're not an America first. There's no way. They're no. barely moderates. They are. They are. But, but the idea that they got in their high horse, like, oh, it's all about we have we we have to um, you know we don't want to uh, impeach him because we don't want to no. uh, you know live in the sewers no, with the Democrats. Bull, I know bull. it's all ridiculous. That's all bull crap. That's all bull crap. Let me let me elevate the conversation a little bit because as I as I've always said on this show, the Mayorkas thing is a is a shiny object issue. It's a distraction. It's not it's not signal. It's noise. Here's the signal: huge huge wins in the House today from a vote perspective. The, the so-called immigration bill, the 120 billion with with, you know, 60 billion for the Ukraine, 20 billion for Israel, um, codifying the illegal invasion of our country. Dave, this bill literally said there's nothing wrong until we import more than two million illegals a year and give work permits to every single one that's here illegally right now that to codify the illegal invasion. There's no way I would follow my sword for that. I would go to D.C. I go to the border. I would do anything. Good news is that it didn't even get out of the Senate. DOA, DOA in the Senate, yeah. DOA in the House. Not going to make it. McConnell is toast. Uh, Cruz, Senator Cruz has come up now and said McConnell needs to be replaced. They're talking about this live on camera in the open. McConnell is uh, his leadership is threatened. And I think Speaker Johnson, frankly, has engineered this very, very well. They're going to they're going to they're going to here's here's what's going to happen. I got news for everybody. Zero money for the Ukraine. 
we're going to get some money for Israel because we have to support we have to support them and they're an ally. But there has to be there has to be offsets. Offsets mean that money's got to come from somewhere else. That we just can't can't leave layering on more debt. So yes, some money for that. Yes, some money for Taiwan. But offsets have to happen. And there has to be an HR2 like border protection situation. Now, having said all that, we don't need any more bills. We don't need any more laws. Joe Biden and Trump came out beautifully the other day and said, all you have to do is issue an executive authority, executive order. All you have to do is reverse what you did three years ago. Three words, close the border. <laughs> he just has to reverse what Seems he did simple. three years ago. That's it. That's all he has to do. So look, we are on the winning side of this argument. You articulated it well, Dave. Um, they lost in the Senate. It's not happening in the House. Chuck Schumer's having a meltdown. CNN's having a meltdown. They're all freaking out. MSNBC, Crocodile Tears, everywhere. Uh, we are ascendant, baby. We are very ascendant. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you're pumped up. It's great. Very yeah, pumped. Yeah, the, uh, the 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 Senate bill would have needed 60 votes anyway to move forward. Correct. And as somebody like somebody said, this border bill is as dead as Woodrow Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> sums it up <laughs> yeah, pretty exactly. darn good there. Yeah. And by um, the way, just I always ask people, just so people understand, because I always ask myself this. So what does that mean now? So what happens next? Mm. This is not going to come. This is not going to get dealt with until the election, until the presidential election. So, after. so but at this, this point, bill just, will not come forward. Nothing. They, they're going to have but, to. But, do, like, you just said they were they were trying they were trying to combine the Ukrainian yeah, funding all and together. all into one monstrosity. So now that's split off. So now will there be a separate bill for Israel and they Ukraine? They can try funding? to pass. Well, that's what we want to get to. That's what Matt Gates is always talking about: individual bills that are that where people can go through and examine the details, bill by bill. You want support for Israel? Pass an Israel bill. You want support for Taiwan? Pass a yeah. Taiwan bill. You want support for the Ukraine? Pass a clean Taiwan uh, a Ukraine bill. Uh, and what's going to happen now? We're on February the 7th tonight. We're backing up against when the government needs to get funded again, March 7th. Okay, so it's going to be shut down the border or shut down the government again on March 7th. They're going to need a CR, a continuing resolution to fund the government to keep everything open or we're going to shut it down. And here's what I'm going to say. After all these wins in the last two or three days, shut it down. Shut it down. Um, yeah, I, uh, stay, stay strong, everybody. Hey, here's a, here's a funny number for you. Ready for this? Ready. 70,328 versus $795. <laughs> what is that? That is the difference between how much Rana spent on flower arrangements <laughs> as compared to the DNC. <laughs> she spent over $70,000 on flowers, people. And I, and I heard like millions on private jets and limousines. Limos and, 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 uh, and haircuts. So anyway. I just sorry. I, mean, I saw it got that really flash. bad I, I, when actually it came out on Twitter the other day and I reposted this. She openly is supporting with RNC funds a, an open Democratic uh, candidate in upper upper New York state. How can the RNC be giving money to a Democratic candidate? And I think when I heard through the grapevine, when Trump heard this, he blew a gasket. Yes. So. It's, it's, it's enough. So uh, I think he's already pulled the pin. Uh, as you said, he's probably like already spoke with her. Now it's just a matter her, of yeah. the timing. And he probably won't announce it until we have a replacement, right? Well, it's gonna come, no, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come after South Carolina. So it'll come, with, okay. it, it'll come within, then, it'll come within I think that South Carolina is in a week, right? I think so. Uh, anyway, so that, that RNC announcement is going to, well, at least the announcement of her stepping down formally will come within days after the South Carolina primary. 
Okay. Uh, hey, dude, enough politics. Should we dump to yes. the to the, the fun Hollywood media type stuff to end our uh, show? Let me just cover one oh. legal story, okay. which is critical. Then we get into the fun okay. media stuff on your side because you are the expert in that area. So there's been a lot of legal stuff going on. People are wondering what's happening with Trump, you know, four indictments, the civil thing in New York, the Fannie, the Fannie Willis thing in Georgia, and then the D.C. stuff. Let me try to check it off just super quick. Uh, Fannie Willis thing, dead. Georgia, <laughs> this this case is so funny now. Uh, slept with her, uh, you know, ill-equipped boyfriend uh, prosecutor who doesn't, he's never prosecuted a case in his life, doesn't know anything about the RICO statutes, uh, spent money, we covered this on previous shows, spent taxpayer money on lavish trips. That whole thing is done. So Georgia's done. Uh, the civil case in New York will be, it's not been decided yet, but it'll be appealed, obviously, no matter what, no matter what happens. Engeron is a complete loser. The most interesting case this week is the presidential immunity situation. So Trump has asserted through his legal team that he has, just like any president, this is not unique to Trump. Uh, and by the way, just like every member of Congress, just like every federal judge, that when they do things as part of their normal course of duty in when they're in their job, they have full and complete, complete immunity, both civilly and criminally. That's already in the statutes. That's baked in. It's baked in for presidents on the civil side. There's never been a test of it on the criminal side. So that's what this case is all about. The a completely biased D.C. Circuit Court uh, obviously said he doesn't have it. Uh, that was this week. Everyone's getting all upset about that. Folks, all I say, just roll with the punches. This is this is typical. It's like the Ninth Circuit in California. It's a bunch of liberal judges. It's the D.C. Circuit. It means a very predictable ruling. This is going to go to the Supreme Court. And then there'll be a 5-4 or 6-3 decision at the Supreme Court. Of course, presidents have full and complete immunity. If they right. let me let me just explain this to people why this is important. If they didn't. Right. Then every president that came after that president basically could persecute and prosecute their enemy. So, I mean, that basically means if if the D.C. court circuit court ruling held, we could prosecute Obama for drone striking American citizens in Yemen. We could prosecute uh, Bush for illegal attacks in Iraq. We could prosecute Clinton for a whole number of things. So, look, this is never going to stand. Don't get upset about the news. It's the D.C. Circuit. The Supreme Court will take care of this uh, in the coming months. They, I know that they they are praying for just one of these little things to stick, so they can say, "Oh, look, he's in, he's of you course." Know, a, and I, Mark Elias's whole strategy has been to throw everything at the wall and hope something <laughs> sticks. And so far, nothing. So far, nothing. But they just want one. That's what there's like ninety up there. Ninety diamonds. They just want one. Um, no, thank you for that. Thank you for that. It's very always always important. Yeah, that's what we're um, the media side now. Some fun stuff. Yeah, so let's get to some fun stuff. Hey, one of one of our uh, heroes of the last few years, uh, Gina Carano. Oh yeah. So she's the beautiful uh, MMA fighter who became an actress, right? And she got in a you know she's done a couple of fun action films like Terror on the Prairie and stuff. But she got a she got a dream role being a co star in The Mandalorian. Oh yeah. Uh, with Carl Weathers, who sadly just passed away um, oh. from the Rocky films. Mm. If you remember that. Um, and she was doing great. She's you know a couple of seasons in. They were going to actually had talked about spinning her off into her own series, which is you know about as big as you can get to right. be a, a, a Mandalorian spinoff a series. But because she dared to um, uh, not uh, toe the line on her right. social media posts. Right. You got canned. And yeah. it was the CEO at the time, Bob Ch- Chapek, who basically oh, Chapek, yeah. uh, threw her under the... And we this story a couple years ago, right? I mean, we've been there now about three yes. years, and, and you did a yes. great but... job covering this story back when it happened. 
But what, why I just busted out all open is she just dropped a lawsuit. Ah. And like we just talked about, who is her major back uh, backer on this mm. lawsuit against the Disney Corporation, dude? Yeah, beautiful. Elon Say Musk. It. Elon, Elon Musk, Musk man. I, Elon I saw Musk, that. Hey, he's got 200 million followers on Twitter. It's the only free open platform that exists right now. But and the, God bless him for having because her Because I'm going to say, it's you know, great. she's probably got a couple dollars in the bank. But to go up against Disney, you need some major money. Well, that's Major. why. Yeah, that's why they're. Yeah, that's why. And he's so there. I so good and he's there for, him. for free speech. He, he's that's always been speech. about free speech. Say what All you right. will about about uh, Musk, right? But I mean, you know, uh, free speech is at the center of everything he does. Uh, that's why he overpaid for Twitter. That's why you know. I mean, it, it's at this. But look, his ratings going to go off the charts when that Putin interview drops tomorrow at three o'clock, dude. It's going to break the no. It's going to break the internet. I'm oh my tell gosh! You, they are going to have more views on Twitter than they will have ever had in the history of the company. Uh, yeah, in, in the tens and tens and tens of millions, um, hundreds of millions, dude. Hundreds, hundreds of, of millions. millions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so good for him. I, I would have loved to get that conversation when when she or the, or he first called her or vice versa or something. Say, oh, hey, yeah. let's go ahead and sue Disney. Come on, yeah. let's do it. Okay, what the yeah. hell? Yeah. <laughs> How fun was that and Here's my sugar daddy, Elon, with, uh, with <laughs> exactly. the who's, who's bankrolling this stuff. This is fantastic. See, see, they they can't just brush her off as, as a insignificant. And now, when you got Elon behind you, I love that. Uh, let me just give you one one little stand-up yeah. uh, uh, that I'll, I'll read for you. Yeah. Uh, this is in her, uh, her initial statement about why she's doing this. Be, uh, so Pedro pa Pascal, who plays the Mandalorian, he's a left-wing scumbag, okay? He's a typical, he, he called Trump voters Nazis. Okay. You know, it's very typical. So she yeah. came out and said, hey, Hollywood says they support female representation, equal rights. Why then were my male co-stars permitted to speak without harassment right. and re-education courses or termination, but I was not afforded the same right to exercise my freedom of speech? That oh, says yeah. it all. Yeah, it's going to be, I think, look, uh, two things are going to come of this, Dave. One, it's going to be a massive optical black eye for Disney. They're already bleeding subs like crazy on Amazon Prime. Uh, they're already trying to charge you. I just saw this on my TV the other night, three ninety five a month more to watch things ad free. Or So it's just ridiculous. So right. massive optical bleeding, uh, you know, for them. And uh, there'll be a settlement, obviously. I mean, but that's kind of beside the point. Gina will end up getting like, you know, 50 million in the bank for herself. But this is a huge PRW for Elon Musk. And I think that's what's important. It's a win-win. It's great. Yeah. Um, one real sad note. So uh, one of the great uh, country stars of our day, uh, Toby Keith, just passed away. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. And, I, you know, I'm neither one of her big country fans, but a true. this guy was a true patriot. Like, I just loved his, his, his uh, you know, him, him talking about what's going on in the world oh, and yeah. stuff. He's one of the few music stars who has the uh, cojones to actually speak up. But just as a quick side to it, to it all, guess whose career he launched when she was 18 years old? Uh, I don't know. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Oh. He signed her. He got her her first contract when he was a star, and she was a, a nothing, just a little starlet coming out. Hey, I want to be a star. Ha <laughs> ha. Wow. He helped her. And guess what? Guess who's been deathly silent since Toby's death? Her. Who's that? Not dime one has come out of her saying, hey, thank you for supporting me. Thank you for launching my career. Not dime one because Toby Keith, oh, he, he sides with MAGA, and she's yeah. become a big left-wing uh, nudnook, Karen. Wow. Wow. So that's the that's the capper on that story. Um, and I got one, yeah, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, if you, you got one more. I got one more real yeah, quick, and I'll, let yeah. you, and I'll let you wrap up. So yeah. we we know that the Grammy Awards are um, like the worst awards of of them all, and that's yeah. saying a lot because you know, the the Academy Awards are pretty much stink as well. But there was there was one real special moment. And I just want to. Um, uh, 
you know, pick everyone's brains on this one because music has become so politicized, just like everything else. Right. Remember years ago, Tracy Chapman, oh, yeah. Fast Cars, huge mm-hmm. hit in the late 80s. Yeah. So uh, uh, this kind of large country star, white guy, took her song, took it to number one on the country chart just recently, Luke Combs. Mm. So they got together. They did a great duet. And at the, the end of the story, I'll just make it super quick. It was great to see her out there on stage again. That forgetting all this, you know, black and white stuff, it's nonsense. Back then, just music was music. I guarantee when she became a huge star in the, in the late 80s, yeah. 99% of her audience were suburban white kids that bought her albums. They didn't care yeah. what she looked like. They just totally. knew it was a great song, great album, and exactly. it was great to see her on stage with the, with a country guy doing the song. Uh, the rest of the Grammy Awards stunk, but good, it was a really nice moment. Fantastic, Dave. Great, great stories. I got two quickies that I want to finish with, but super important. One, a media story that you're going to love, Dave. I mean, you're going to love this one. You have some familiarity with this like, company called Amazon. You've heard of Amazon, right? Yeah, Amazon Studios. So. so Amazon Studios, kind of the division of Amazon that runs all their content, uh elon musk just retweeted this within the hour uh i've got to read this to you brother so this is amazon studios this is an active job posting on amazon studios website let me just read it to you okay amazon studios seeks one character from each and each is italicized and bolded of the following categories for speaking roles of any size one non-white two lgbtq three a person with a disability And then below that is the description. I'm going to quote, quote, the minimum aspirational goals for casting across speaking roles are 30% white men, 30% white women and non-binary people and 20% men from underrepresented races and ethnicities, 20% women and non-binary people from underrepresented races and ethnicities where we can have more people from underrepresented racial and ethnic groups. We will (laughs) seek to do that, right? We also aspire to cast at least, I'm still quoting here. Sure. We also aspire to cast at least 10% of our roles with people who are lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or gender conforming, non-binary, and 10% with people who identify as, as a person with a disability, end quote. Dude, I read this is, this is a literally a job posting on Amazon uh, Studios sure. website as we speak right now. That is the, and, 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 and the subtext of this, by the way, this came from Elon Musk and the subtext of this, this came because it, uh, an employee from Disney sent this to Musk and then sent the following. It says Disney general entertainment content inclusion standards. And it's a whole table yeah, is I'll that. put, I'll push I'll push it out on our social media, but for folks to see, but it's, it talks about standards on screen, creative leadership. Uh, and it basically underscores all of what I just said, but in a very formal hiring kind of way. Like these are the types of people you've got to hire. It's just unbelievable. It perfectly encapsulates why the product coming out of Hollywood is so horrible. It yeah. is garbage. People hate and, it. <laughs> and it's not just that it's even so, uh, you know, left woke or whatever you want to call it. It's just that it's bad. It's bad. Because you're hiring yeah. people that are not prepared to do a quality job. Well, they're job. not reflective of the American population. That I mean, well. they're producing yeah. content that nobody likes, nobody Number wants one. to see. It. I, yeah. I would be fine with it if it was really cool content. I mean, if they produced really great movies like the latest Top Gun, I'd go see it twice on Sunday. But they're producing like, uh, you know, they're redoing, uh, you know, uh, classic uh, Disney characters with an LGBT LGBT twist. Nobody wants to see that. No, nobody. nobody. And the last show, the last story I have, Dave, for this weekend, we're probably running over our 20 minutes for folks at home. But uh, this is huge. 
follow-up story to our um, uh, European coverage. So the European Union, the farmers, we've been talking about this all across all the major countries of Europe have been protesting big time. Tens of thousands of tractors and farmers in the streets blocking traffic. The, the, sh- the food shelves in Paris have been emptied because of the strikes. Uh, well, the breaking news is the EU, Dave, tonight has surrendered to the farmers. This is just breaking tonight. They are, one, dropping its 30% reduction target on emissions from farming. Two, reversing their unrealistic pesticide quotas. Three, allowing more land for agricultural use. And four, agreeing to stop telling EU citizens to eat less meat. Uh, it's a victory, uh, you know, but hey. The party of Davos, the WHO, Brussels, they can go screw themselves because we don't care what you say. We're going to eat as much meat as we want. We're going to ride our horses. We're going to protect our borders. And you guys can shove it. Suck on this. <laughs> uh, that is awesome news, dude. I um, I say keep it going, though. I mean, you can't trust these guys for a no, minute. No. So you, you, you get this in place. You put it in writing. You get people to uh, to back that up and yeah. uh, and to, to and to, you know, put that into stone. You know, totally. hundred percent. hundred percent. Hey, great to see you this week, my friend. Thank you for uh, tuning in to listen to our show tonight, folks. We really appreciate it. And uh, don't forget to check us out on all your favorite podcast platforms of choice. We are out there everywhere. Uh, www.rantandrave.us for all the platforms and on social media coming in pretty hot uh, sometimes late at night uh, at Rant and Rave 1776 on all platforms and Dave as always we'll see you down the road on the right side